Why do we attract the people we do into our lives? How do we attract these people? And why does it always seem to be something that's out of our control? In this episode, I tell you the story of how I found myself extremely attracted to someone who I initially thought wasn't my type and what I learned about myself and attraction. Welcome to Forbidden Fruit Podcast, where each episode will awaken you to the knowledge of a better you through insightful discussions and shared experiences that instantaneously change our lives. Don't forget to follow or subscribe, leave a review, as well as turn on your notifications so you'll know when new episodes are available. Be sure to listen to the end so you don't miss my bite of the apple revelation of the five levels of attraction. Attraction to me, for the longest, felt like a mysterious predisposition. That's probably the only way I could describe it at the time. It was just you were attracted to who you were attracted to, and you really had no means of altering it or manipulating it or changing it or evolving it on your own. With the exception of just as you got older and you had more experiences, and and I would say as well trial and error, it would just change over time. But I really didn't understand the significance of what you were attracted to being a reflection of who you were or your mentality or your your level of self-esteem or how you looked at yourself until I would say last year uh, through a couple of dating situations uh, at the beginning of last year I was dating this one girl and she was I mean physically she was beautiful she was caring compassion in the whole night she checked off a lot of boxes and just that not necessarily in a superficial way because she was a very sweet girl but for me it was like wow you know she's beautiful she's cool we get along it was just very a basic level of attraction and so down the road later that year that you know that kind of fell apart that didn't work out but then I met someone else and it, and it completely she completely opened my eyes or the level of attraction or the type of attraction completely opened my eyes to the fact that 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 as you grow what you're attracted to and what you look for and what stands out to you changes almost in a way that's subconscious although you're for me I'm consciously trying to become a better person I'm consciously working on it but a serendipity of that is as I have grown and evolved over time what I am attracted to has also changed dramatically and it's fell in line with with the trajectory of my growth I should say but at the same time though it's still not something that I have to sit down and think about it's still subconscious it's, it's no different than if I see somebody walking down the street or see, you know, see somebody and they just catch my attention, it's, it's no different. But the qualities that stand out to me is, is a lot different. And so I'll. And so with this other girl that I met and we dated very briefly, we. The, the level of the, the I would say the quality of attraction was a lot different. And with her, it was she was very self-aware. She was a I would say she was a, a medical, a mental health professional and so her level of self-awareness her understanding of vulnerability 
uh, her her compassion for other people, her ability to be mindful and stay in the moment uh, when we were talking to each other. The the conversations that we had, it was it was like high school again, where you would sneak the sneak the cordless phone into your room at night after your parents went to bed, and you would just stay on the phone all night. And so I think the first conversation that we had, it went it went like five hours. And now she was physically attracted to me. But honestly, like that, if I were to tell you what was my type physically, she wouldn't have been it. However, in comparison to the other girl that was I dated that year, the the attraction was stronger. But and and my and what I came to understand of it was the the quality of the attraction surpassed any kind of physical attraction. Not to say that she was she wasn't she was physically unattractive, but she was. But the quality of the attraction, I think, you know, mental toughness, resilience, uh, intelligence, if if you just say if you, you could grade it out, say physical attraction is a is a 10 and, you know, mental mental toughness or these characteristic traits are also a 10. The, the characteristic traits of resiliency, self-awareness, mental toughness, that to me is always going to trump for me now is going to trump the physical like the physical aspect the physical traits and so for me i've kind of come up to come with a realization that attraction has certain tiers that i should say so the, the level one or the base level the bottom level of attraction is just that crazy bs that you like for me it was just my my thing for a while was just like girls that were just like assholes that were just mean for whatever reason and so uh, it was. It's kind of to to kind of paint a picture. It was a song called. Uh, I want to say it was called "Baby Mama" by Three Six Mafia, and this is and you could you could feel where I'm going with this and how bad it how bad this is. And so uh, it was this line in this verse, and she was like, uh, she said, "Plus that chick you shacking with, she too nice. I'm mean though. Like that to me just got me. If you look mean, if you was an asshole, if you was the one to kind of." just like you could just pop off at any time for whatever reason that just caught my attention and so that's like the base level level one level attraction level two i would say is physical traits i would also say a lifestyle uh an ability to provide just things on the visual that i can just look at you and observe you from a distance and then i can i can pick up on that i think the and then the third level of attraction is similar interest so we'd like to you know we like to go bowling together. We both played rugby together. We both have a podcast. We both do these things that are similar to each other. We both have similar interests. So we enjoy to do the we enjoy doing these things together. And then the fourth level of attraction is uh, pers- our personality traits. Are you funny? Are you outgoing? Are you a dominant personality? Are you uh, what is your temperament? Those personality traits. And then the fifth tier of and the, and the highest tier of attraction for me was what I realized and I'm, I'm very grateful that I'm kind of going into this vein that this is what stands out to me more is character character traits like resilience mental toughness self-awareness empathy compassion self-control things like that and I and for a while who I was attracted to didn't resemble any of those things at all I, I believe back when I was very insecure not really confident in myself and definitely didn't love myself I would say 
the the women that I would attract to me would be like anxious, emotionally dependent. And it was a common it was a common thread. And so after a while, if you have these similar experiences over time, you have to kind of come to the realization that you are the common denominator. And for me, I was the common denominator and I was attracting a lot of these, again, insecure, uh, emotionally dependent. And it was just these personality traits that weren't conducive to a healthy relationship. And so what me evolving and growing over time wasn't for the sake of that. It was just I became a father and I needed to grow up quick to deal with the situation that I was in. But however, over time with that growth, certain things started to change. And these the two relationships that I had last year, or these two two instances of dating that I had last year opened my eyes to the the quality of, of attraction is very is is more it's more significance to that. And when I say more significance to that is just going out and, and dating the person that you find physically attractive is not going to it's not gonna ensure or give you a better chance at a healthy relationship. And so me realizing that after the fact, it it carried characteristic traits of carries more weight to me. Even subconsciously I would say. And and a perfect example of this was the other day I went to the gym. So I get up in the morning and go to the gym. And I'm in Colorado. So in Colorado in January, it can get pretty ridiculously cold. And so I was at the gym like around 6.30 in the morning. The sun's still down. It's pretty ridiculously cold outside, like I said. And I'm sitting in there shivering and shaking. The wind is blowing disrespectfully. It, was just, it had to have been like one outside, one degree outside. And so I'm sitting there shivering and shaking. And I see this woman walking up. And so I'm like, all right, you know, I got to hold the door. Because it's that, you know, just that southern, that southern gentleman in me. And so I stood there and I held the door and this girl and I'm sitting there bundled up in sweatpants, sweatshirt, hoodie, gloves, the whole nine. And I'm sitting there holding the door, waiting for her to come in. And she's just strolling on her phone in shorts, a tank top. And, and she just kind of walks in casually, not even not worried about anything. And, uh, and I looked at her, I was like, I don't see how you I don't see how you do this. Like, I'd be I'm freezing my butt off if I had with your head on. And she just kind of chuckled and said, you know, I'm just used to it. Just walked in. Now, that for me grabbed my attention. In the same way, just to say five years ago, just to say a girl with a cute butt would five years ago. And not to say that, you know, I'm not, I don't, I'm not attracted to physical qualities, but at the same time, that stood out to me like none other. And, and I, I, I've never noticed her before that, but I think I may have seen her before. But I never noticed her until that. And for me, it was the mental toughness that she had walking in the door in the cold and shorts and, you know, in a T-shirt, not phased. That to me stood out to me. That to me stood out in a way that wouldn't have before, in a way that I wouldn't have appreciated before. I didn't have the maturity to to see something like that before. And the, the girl I was telling you about that had all these qualities that that I found extremely attractive in a way that I hadn't before. And I even told her, I was like, honestly, if I met you, if I met you five years ago, I wouldn't have had the maturity to appreciate you and who you are. 
and one because I was very uh, insecure. I was very self-conscious. And so for me, you would have been overwhelming to me because I probably would have, it would, you having these characteristics would have been so off-putting for me, I wouldn't have been able to understand it and I would eventually have self-sabotaged the relationship or the situation that we were in. And I think understanding this gives me a greater hope that I will I am more likely to attract the the kind of person that is in line with the kind of relationship that I want to have. And I, I say that because and I see this a lot and I know you guys see this a lot, too. Well, you'll have people that'll say, well, this is the relationship that I want to have. I want somebody that's A, B and C. But then the people that they date is completely opposite of that. It's like the antithesis of what it is that they say that they want. But why is that? That, that, that has to be, I'm not going to say an immaturity, but at a minimum, a lack of self-awareness. And so to, to kind of paint that picture or, or give an illustration of what I mean, a couple of years I was dating, I went on a date with this girl. It was a first date. And she was hyper-religious uh, Christian. And and, I'll, and you could tell she really didn't study. It was kind of just like this. This is just my thing. Uh, and she really didn't really dive in and, and study, the, study the religion or the ideology that she, that she said that she had faith in. And I'm not saying that to pick on her because she was a sweet girl. But I'm saying that to, to make a point because it's going to come into play a little bit later. So we went on this date and she was telling me how she wanted Jesus to be the center of her relationship. And so I'm like, okay, that's cool. What does that mean? Because I because I, I wanted to understand. I was just curious. And so she went and on to say, well, you know, that means we would pray together. And okay, well, that's cool. But that you saying that you want Jesus to be the center of your relationship has to mean more than that. Like, what does that mean? And she really couldn't articulate it. But she was convinced. She was convinced that this is what she wanted in a relationship. And so I'm like, okay. I didn't press her on the fact that she couldn't explain it, but I, I asked her, okay, so if this is the kind of guy that you want, then why don't you date some of the guys at the church that you go to? And her face, the, the look that she had on her face was like somebody had, if somebody had farted. It was like a, almost or like a skunk had walked through the restaurant. It was just like this look of disgust. And for me, it was a bit of a red flag because to me that said you're not attracted to the person that you want to be with so again like i said before it's either an immaturity or a, a lack of self-awareness because for me that that is what's going to give you the better chance of being in a, in a, in a healthy relationship and for me and I, and I was like that for a while too I mean I would say I want to be in a healthy relationship we're supportive of each other uh, we have each other's bags we care about each other we're both selfless I just had this in my mind of what I wanted however the woman that I dated it didn't it didn't it wasn't in line with that so I so I asked you I posed the question and I would love to hear your position on this or your understanding of this why is it that certain people are how like why are you attracted to the people that you are attracted to and has it changed and do you have a part in changing it 
And that to me is understanding that you can change it in a way that's constructive gives me gives me hope. It, it makes me excited about the idea of being able to attract the person to you that you really want to be with. Not just, okay, this person has caught my attention, but like the relationship that I want to have, the family that I want to have. You can begin to attract these people to you through your evolution and growing and understanding that as I grow and the people that I'm attracting to myself is a reflection of of who I am or who I am in the moment of who I'm becoming as a person. And so this to me is exciting. Also, it's it's kind of given me more of uh, it's allowed me to be to have more composure uh, in a way. Because for me, the things that I find attractive, I can't just identify those things at a glance. So so before and and again, I'm sure everyone has seen this, like the let's just say the guy with the wondering eye. I was like that real bad years ago where I would go in, let's say the gym, the gym. I was I was so bad about this in the gym where I would go in and my my neck was about to break just looking at everything. Oh, wow. You know, she's cute. She's cute. This, that and the third or whatever. But now it's not even women that would catch my attention before just off the physical characteristics don't really catch my attention anymore. I just say that I just don't notice them, but it's not the reaction. The the subconscious uncontrollable reaction is not the same. And it's allowed me to not be as anxious about it anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Like if I'm in a relationship and these past couple of situations where I've been dating, where I've kind of committed to getting to know this one person, the, the idea of I'm missing out on something was never really there. Once I made the decision that I'm going to get to know this person, the idea that I'm missing out on, you know, the cute girl at the gym or the cute girl at the grocery store or the cute girl wherever, it really didn't it really didn't pop up in my mind because in my mind because I've, I've dated like the glam like those girls are like glam you know instagram pictures instagram i'm not saying instagram models but like kind of like in that vein and just just off of experience those the just the ones that i've dated have been extremely like insecure and we all have insecurities and that's you know, i have my insecurities as well but it's like you from the outside looking in everyone I feel like guys look at that and I'm like, yo, like she's beautiful. I want to talk to her. I want to date her, whatever, whatever. But then when you actually get to know her, my experiences exclusively, I'm talking my experiences, not generalizing. Those relationships haven't worked out because of a level of uh, lack of self-control, uh, a, a, a extremely high level of insecurity, and just those things to an certain to a certain extent are conducive to a healthy relationship. So just those having those experiences in a way has devalued the physical characteristics of a person because in my mind I've dated the girl that was beautiful but it didn't work out because they didn't have self-awareness they didn't have resiliency they didn't have compassion and empathy to care about somebody else or at least be interested in and try to understand how somebody else feels about a certain thing because those things in my mind is what's going to make a relationship work long term now I'm not saying that I'm the expert on this stuff but this is just my hypothesis because I don't want to get old down the road and be 60 years old and then come to these realizations and then the information is useless to me you know what I mean like when you learn these lessons down the road you don't get a redo you don't get to take the information back into when you were 20 and 30 and use it like you're you're stuck where you are and so for me 
I just feel like being attracted to the right qualities and the right thing is a big is like it's it's an undervalued aspect of dating for me. And I I saw a I saw a post on Facebook the other day where it was a, a girl that reposted something and it was this guy going off about how a man should provide for for his his woman, his wife or whatever and it was a big deal breaker or a lack of masculinity or whatever if if a man doesn't do this and the girl that reposted it was like all about it but in my mind again that's so for me that's like a level two level attraction because this is the thing if if the if the relationship or the marriage doesn't work out the guy saying hey you know i'm a provider is not going to salvage his relationship or his marriage and the fact that this guy provides is not that's not going to sustain the marriage i think that's just i think financially that stuff is just something if the two people agree on it and one person not trying to take advantage of the other they are both happy with it that's fine but that quality in a person is not going to in my mind it's not going to sustain or salvage a relationship and also when it comes to attraction i think you need to be more self-aware because a lot of the times and you'll see people in a positive way they'll connect and say yo we hit it off we don't really you know saying like it was just we we connected real fast and so in my mind and just on the outside looking in i'm not saying that those relationships don't work because i've I've heard i've seen some that do and i've seen some that haven't but for me it's just like how can you sustain that if you don't understand what it is about a person that that drew you to them or or connected you to each other so even from that even from past the initial let's get to know each other level of attraction like how do you sustain that like if you don't understand it to a certain extent you, i know you understand you can't completely understand a person because people are just so complicated and you evolve you know all you, you should be growing and evolving over time so you shouldn't be the same person you know so many years down the road but at a minimum it's like well how do you sustain the relationship or do you sustain that passion or that connection that you had initially if it if it's something that seems whimsical to you if it's just like this fleeting the cupid came and popped you in the butt with the arrow and it was just all great in the beginning well how do you sustain that five ten years 15 20 years down the road and i see and, and for me what i want in a relationship is i want to be like with a with a walking cane still flirting with my wife you know what I mean I want to be 60 70 years old flirting with my wife my, I remember my great grandfather he had to have been 90 at the time and my great grandma she they had they had long split and but my great grandma was getting to the point where she couldn't take care of herself anymore so my grandmother took her in and my great grandfather lived right up the street from him and so as soon as that happened he was down at the house and he'd be down there trying to flirt with her it was it, i mean imagine that 80 and 90 year old people like flirting with each other like that's what i want like i want to sustain the excitement i want to sustain that passion that that interest that curiosity that fascination with somebody over a long term but again i don't think that looking at somebody from a physical standpoint is not is not going to be is some somebody that has x amount of money a certain lifestyle that's i don't think that's going to sustain the relationship you having similar interests i don't think that's i mean i don't think that's going to sustain a relationship because what if what you like to do changes what if you find a new passion and this person that you've been you know that you connected with on the fact that you like a 
this person now is, is so passionate about B, realizing this is what they want to do with their lives, so this is something that they're interested in, and then you kind of lose that connection. Well, we, we do this thing together. Well, you know, people change. And so I think that the, the, those characteristics, I believe, are things that you can constantly work on. Because physical, I mean, we're not going to look the same 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years down the road, which is not. It's, I mean, gravity takes over. Father Time is undefeated. So at some point, like, what, like what's going to be the, the thing that connects you? And so, like, the, the, the biggest thing for me, and the one thing that I've noticed is, is resiliency for me. Because I was raised by strong women. Like my mom, my stepmom, and it was just like my understanding of what a, of of how a woman should be comes from them. And so, a lack of resiliency for me is just not. That's that's a huge that's a huge no no for me. That's a, that's a huge red flag for me. I don't think there's a bigger one for me to be honest. And so, these are all again these are all hypotheses. These are all just my perspective of of what of what you should or what I should be looking for when it comes to a mate or a partner because before it was just like this why am I attracting these toxic relationships and then after a while so if, if you look at it like that then I mean it's easy to slip into the fact that well this is just who I am I'm just somebody that's just going to continue to attract you know these toxic individuals and then you kind of just settle and then, you know, you have toxic relationship, even maybe sometimes abusive relationships. Like, why am I, you know, if you're somebody that constantly finds yourself in these toxic or maybe abusive relationships and it doesn't change over time. And then it just reinforces in your brain. Well, this is just this is just all that's available to me. And it's really not like you have so much control over who you attract and even regardless of how you attract them, like, like how the, how the attraction works doesn't matter. Like if you met somebody, let's just say over, if you were online dating at the grocery store, at a job or whatever, I don't think that matters at all. Who you are is a beacon to the person that you're going to date. And as you evolve and as you grow, that will change. And once you get to the point where you love yourself, or this is what I realized, once you get to the point where you love yourself, you're proud of yourself. And when I say love yourself, not just like this understanding. Like you can articulate, like for me, like I love myself because I'm proud of the father that I've become. I'm proud of the person that I've become, especially from the from the background that I had in regards to the father that I had, because I didn't really have a good father. And also I was extremely insecure. I was I was just closed off, not willing to be vulnerable, just not very open and I really couldn't connect with people but who I am now is not even close to that and so for that for those reasons I love myself and there's nothing in my mind that can change how I feel about about me and so once I've gotten to that point like I begin to attract people that kind of have that same vein or along that same vein and even then and even then with that and and this is not I, mean, I don't understand it. This is I don't understand. But even then, the even the physical attraction, the physical traits are the, the women that I've been attracted to myself are phys even physically more attractive. Not to be completely superficial, but it's just like if you if you took the woman that I dated, let's just say five years ago, and with the woman that I've dated this year, you wouldn't like they don't like they don't job like you know what I mean like these two things are not the same at all. 
And so that that to me is, I don't understand that. I'm still trying to wrap my head around that. But even then, like, that's exciting. Because before I was very, I was very insecure about how I looked. I was like, I was the ugly duck in, in, in junior high school and high school. I was not, I wouldn't win in no contests. I wouldn't in no awards for the best, nothing. I was just, you know, I was just Nick. And I wasn't, I didn't, I guess I didn't feel like I was attractive. I didn't feel like I was, you know, looked good in any kind of way. So, but, but over time, once again, once I started to get confidence in myself, and I, I guess this is why. So this could be, you know, like a, a realization, a bite of the apple moment that, you know, the, the, how I look at myself is starting to be reflected in the, in the, I guess the, even in the physical characteristics of the woman I've dated. Cause I mean, if you are, if you're confident in yourself and then you'll, you'll attract people that are confident in themselves, not just in how they look, but just in their, in their passions and their focus and their drive and the things that they care about. And, and that has evolved over time. And it wasn't something that I did, I did consciously. It was just as I could, as I worked on myself, those things evolved. And I am very grateful. I am extremely grateful for that because the person that I would have if I just to say, if I got married five years ago, I would probably be divorcing or about to divorce. But not to, not to say it wouldn't, you know, not to say I have a crystal ball. I know what's going to happen in the future, but I just I am just more confident to the point where I don't even worry about it, especially with the divorce rate being so high. And I mean, it's like every, I ran to somebody the other day that was talking about getting divorced. And so, but for me, I don't even worry about that because I'm just confident in who I am. And I'm confident that whoever it is that I meet that I end up with will be the right person because I'm not attracted to superficial qualities. The things that I, that I need or that I'm attracted to, it just takes time for me to, to identify. And so I'm not really anxious because in my mind, it's just going to take time to figure out if someone is compassion if someone's loving if someone is taking the time to grow for themselves so it's not this rush because it's just not realistic to, to realize who a person is based on what I'm looking for which kind of goes back to that whole not being so superficial and just kind of like looking at every you know cutie walking by like being thrown off and distracted by every cutie that's walking by I mean yes she can be gorgeous she can be beautiful but what I'm looking for it just takes time. It like this, it just takes time to identify. Like I need to talk to you. I need to hang out with you. I need to observe you, get to know you, see what you're passionate about. See, you know, see how you how you spend your time. Like how you, you know, what what matters to you the most. What are you looking for, and why? Like what kind of guys have you been dating in the past? Like what does love mean to you? Like what is your definition of love? Like what, how do you build? How do you build intimacy? Is is chemistry something that's just by chance, or is it something that you can you can build with somebody? These are the things that I'm looking for. These are the questions that I ask, because in my mind, these things is these are the things that are going to allow us to sustain a relationship long term. Yo, this is something that we need to talk about. You find me on Instagram underscore forbidden underscore fruit underscore podcast. I want to hear your understanding, your perspectives of, of attraction. How does attraction work? How has it worked for you? I also want to see, I want to have you guys take my hypothesis and try to poke holes in it to test it to see if I'm, if I'm making sense at all. So reach out to me. Let's talk about it on Instagram, underscore forbidden, underscore fruit, underscore podcast.
But until then, be tempted. Hey, this is Nick Moore, your host. I understand that time is life, which is why I'm so grateful that you would take the time to listen to Forbidden Fruit Podcast. It's something that I do not take lightly. If you've enjoyed what you've heard so far, please share this with a friend. You can also show your support by downloading, following, or subscribing to the podcast, as well as leaving a review on Apple Podcast. Don't forget to turn on your notifications so you don't miss an episode. Find me on Twitter at podcast underscore fruit. I would love to hear from you. And like always, until then, be tempted.